0: Welcome everyone, I'm Anu.
1: I'm Sumit, and, and we, we are, are the Cyber, Cyber, Siblings. Cyber Siblings. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cyber Siblings where we are talking about data breaches. In today's episode, we will be covering the health industry. So, Sis, give us a bit of a background on this why health?
0: Well, I really think health is one of those industries that is so important for all people and for every country, and it's the Vitality
1: of our future. Yeah, well, so good job. I think also we could say it's pretty much governs or surrounds the way people live as well. Absolutely. And again, what we usually always cover with each industry is let's take a bit of an expansion over what's included or what gets captured within a certain industry. So when we talk about health, healthcare, or um, um, hospital services, or whatever it may be. Uh, what, what's actually the nature what's the function of it? What's, what's in, what's out when we look at this industry?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important when we look at health industry, there are a number of components. There's the two obvious ones, which is the national health, and then there's the state health. Then you can sort of break it out into, I like to carve out hospitals as a third element, mm-hmm. just because that's such an uh, essential service. And then you've got um health providers the funds etc and then all the health services the doctors psychologists um, etc so for me there's sort of those five elements uh, you can bucket them a bit differently but it's important to just remember that the health industry is more than just national and state health
1: yeah now for some countries where it might just be one like sovereign nation they probably won't have state health or what's the what's the go with those
0: yeah, it, it could absolutely be that they just have one, um, but in other countries I think it's important just to cover both elements. Yeah,
1: and one other thing, um, I've actually seen this question before, so I'm going to put this one your way, is the health providers and the health funds. So, they are insurers if you think of it, so do they then fall under financial services um, insurance? or um is it purely health or i guess do they get captured both ways
0: yeah look it's it's a good uh, good question It really depends on the country if i take australia as an example and um, you've got AFRA, the regulator who does regulate the health providers yep. so you could classify them well they're a financial services regulator however from a what they do and the function that is mm. in the health side so i kind of look at both sides right
1: okay and i guess if we take this a step further what about the landscape so whether they are financial services or a health um category at the end of the day i'm assuming the reason why we're so interested in this is because they're data heavy so even if they're an insurer, they have a lot of health data that gets shared and if they are providing well if they're taking premiums and providing insurance coverage Then at the same time, they still have or will need to collect some sort of medical data or something that's sensitive. So what does that actually mean for the landscape when it comes to data breaches within, I guess, the health industry?
0: Yeah, look, and that's exactly because they hold that that kind of data, the personal and sensitive type of data. Year on year, we're seeing increase in data breaches within this industry. And there are two key things to understand, and it's very important that um, other industries learn from this as well. The health industry is seeing a real big shift from not just the large hospitals being targeted, but it's the smaller healthcare providers, the more rural, regional kind of hospital and providers right, that right. perhaps don't have as many resources or haven't secured their services. So we're seeing that shift and secondly if you look around the world we are leveraging using new types of technology for medical uh, provisions you're seeing a lot more uh, devices being used in the health industry oh, yes. and so the second shift we're seeing in the health industry is the medical devices is considered one of the weakest points and that is where criminals are attacking because it's not just your Fitbit to monitor your heartbeat. Think about pacemakers and other things. They are technology-enabled and driven, which means that is an area where criminals could go in.
1: That's a very good point. Uh, I think this is just touching on IoT devices then. the Those ones are going to be naturally going to have a lot of vulnerabilities. So, yeah, uh, and I think that's that's spot on. But it's interesting. The, uh, when you touch on the whole medical devices, just uh, last week, um, I think there was a program on TV where they were doing, uh, they got uh, obviously a range of people to come on the show and talk about um, is there a way to actually protect your data? Uh, is that even feasible right now? And you were getting perspectives from lawyers and cybersecurity experts and they were saying, well, no, the industry is not mature enough and you know we're, we're still behind, I guess, when it comes to um, uh, maturity. But at the same time, they had a lot of people that had relied on the technology, whether it was an Apple watch or something, and you know they'd taken a fall, and the smartwatch or any IoT device or pacemaker, whatever they were using, um, was able to send an alert and actually get help for them. And so they were like, well, we wouldn't be sitting here, so if this data needs to be collected, then we are open to it, because, I mean, technically this was life-saving for us. So I think the question also comes in. It's a valid, valid point from both ways, I think, but it's all about, okay, well, how do we go about protecting that data as well in the event of data breach? Of course, you need the data to be able to um, create the models and the AI and machine learning, but how do you actually end up securing it and how much, I guess, needs to be PII or how much can you actually uh, obfuscate?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's where it's... Um... We've started using the medical devices as part of the IoT, but have we actually secured them? So we've started using them because they're good for citizens. It's the right yeah. thing to do, and security is now catching up. Yeah. But what we need to start doing is doing it from the beginning.
1: Yeah. So when you say security is catching up, how much, um, how much of a gap is there, and if there is a gap, like what, what's the, how much of a target then is the medical and the health industry?
0: and why. Yeah, absolutely. It's like anything in the world that we do. We go with what's the use and purpose first and Mm -hmm. we might consider the security afterwards. But if we were building a house, would we build the house and then move in, but then only put in the doors maybe a few weeks, months later? (laughs) No, No. (laughs) right? (laughs) So we actually build our house with security in mind and it's part of the design. Otherwise, we would all be waiting for our doors and locks uh, later on. So, I think that's the kind of mindset that we need to start adopting. And we've adopted it for building houses, but we need that for devices, anything that we do. This industry is a very high target and it's for two reasons really that we see through uh, the world is because it's impacting all citizens. It's not just a select group like students or elderly or 25 to 30 years Health is applicable for every human being, of course. Regardless of where they are in the world. So that's number one. But number two, again, power of technology. We are seeing that our um, the kind of sensitive data that we have in the health industry is not something that we can then use technology to change. The kind mm-hmm. of data that we have in the health industry are your blood types, your biometrics, facial expressions, your medical history, your, all of that is personal, it's non-changeable. So yeah. someone steals it. It's not like a passport or a driver's license that you could just go and get. True. So it's not like we're gonna say, all right, well, I'll let me go to the doctor. I need to change my blood type or <laughs> something else because it's been leaked or stolen. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, that, if, that, if there was a technology for that, that would be, you know, well, okay, we want to donate blood and we'll just change our blood type to O, and if we want to receive blood, we'll just change it to AB. <laughs> That'll solve a lot of problems when it comes to um, blood donations and transfusions, but no, you're right. I think um, when you put it in that way, like, it, it's, it's kind of immutable, it's, it's set, and a lot of these things can't be changed, so if it's out there, it's, it, it's out there, Right. And if it is out there, is there any way that these can be used? So like knowing someone's blood type, probably not, um, not too much, or, but biometrics, I think you mentioned, um, so a lot of it is used for AI and machine learning and that they've done for like facial expressions, but that could also be for a lot of unlocking. Uh, um, if 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 someone said like biometrics or something for uh, passwords or anything like
0: that, and if you look at banks and airports etc., that's where funny. Finan- uh, that's where the biometrics are being used. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And so
1: some of the big data breaches that come to mind. Um, what what's what's happened, I guess, in the past few years?
0: Yeah. So when we look at the healthcare industry, there's a really three big themes of data breaches that have been happening. One have been caused by really outdated technology. So whether it's the hospitals, the big providers, or some of the smaller ones, outdated technology means we haven't got the right security around it, or it's not being supported anymore. It's out of service and warranty that just opens up. So there's been some really big ones around the world in that. Secondly, when you think about healthcare, it's not just one standalone, it's an ecosystem. You have got so many providers that together provide the health service, and so the supply chain has been a really big factor in how data breaches have happened. So, um, whether it's a medical provider or a um, service provider that is relying on Doctors, clinics, etc. You are relying on each one of those to have the same level of security that you have yourself, right. and that's not necessarily again caught up. The money, the resources, or knowing how to do it all plays in.
1: Yeah.
0: But the third one that really gets to me is that whole example we spoke about. Well, when these medical devices have been rolled out, they have actually been one of the key causes for a lot of data breaches because we've rolled them out. And that's great, because it's saving lives. But so we've thought about saving lives, but we haven't thought about the safety and security around it. So Mm -hmm. the third big one around these data breaches is new technology being rolled out and adopted. How do we make sure that we're not just rushing because it's the right thing for people, but let's rush and make it secure at the same time. Yep. Like our building the house. Let's not rush out to build houses without doors. We don't do that. Let's not do that for medical devices as well. So there's a bit
1: of like an architectural design element of it before you build the house. If I was to take your example, the same way would be with medical devices or any IoT devices as well. And uh, default configurations, I think, come to mind and the inherent vulnerabilities that are in them. Uh, because what we've always seen is IoT devices like from... Uh, From a hacking perspective there are so many um entry points in terms of how you can tap into those and given you know there's obviously a lot of um weaker uh controls around them and the configurations are the default configurations are always um, the main entry point so i guess if talking about those um, vulnerabilities per se what kind of lessons can uh, would you suggest for our listeners when it comes to knowing that these are the, the data breaches that are happening in the medical industry, if they fall into these three themes that you um, categorize them as, what, what lessons can we give to our um, listeners or um,
0: what comes to mind? Yeah, so the, uh, number one, I would say, as we spoke about, you wouldn't build a house and get the doors and locks in months later. So the key question in, in your organization or where you work is, as you're rolling out things, implementing new things, is security part of the design, the architecture design. So you wouldn't design a house without doors and locks. So anything that you're designing in your organization, Mm -hmm. let's design the doors and locks in from the beginning, Yeah. and then build them in. So it's so good to design a house with doors and locks, but then imagine when it gets built, there's no doors and locks. So I think the key word is, make sure security is part of the design and the building. And I think those two key words, that is the number one lesson we can learn. The second thing is really going, looking at your supply chain, given you've got other people that may be smaller in size or different um, to your own organization, but you're relying on them for a service, how do you actually manage and monitor them, but also help them? Right? So it's, it's not true. just going, I'll manage and I'll ask for an annual compliance check. It's not just about them telling you that they're okay, but how do you know and how do you actually help them? I think yeah. that's a big other lesson that people sort of think that well, everyone will be doing it. Well, uh, you know what? We're, we're part of the same group. We One, one falls down, it impacts the whole group. Yeah. And then finally, again, these devices... They need to be patched. They've got vulnerabilities when things come out or gets announced. How are we patching them? Like, so I think there's an element of these devices are used by common and everyday citizens. How do we upskill our citizens to know what to do with these security risks? So they're my three big lessons. And to be honest, they apply to any industry. It's not yeah. just for healthcare. But if I was to say one thing to take away is, you wouldn't design a house without locks and doors, and you wouldn't build a house without locks and doors. So let's not do that in your organization.
1: Yeah, I think uh, what's uh, whenever you say the whole locks and doors analogy, I'm constantly uh, thinking of two things. Either I'm picturing a house that's just got the walls up and it's got no, um, it's got no doors or um, locks in place, and so there's this an empty cavity. Yeah, uh, one, I of them. And the other image that's going through my mind is it's just uh, bricked up all the way around, <laughs> so there's no entry points at all. <laughs> which I think is always the safe, the safest way is well, not to actually have anything open. Um, which of course um, you need to take on some risk to do business. And oh, now that image going to go out. <laughs> well, I guess uh, on a final note, then um, movies. Uh, medical industry, uh, what, what comes to mind, movies, series, or anything, any form of entertainment for our listeners?
0: Oh, look, I think on this one, it's got to be a Bollywood movie called uh, Munnabai MBBS. Uh, I think, look, uh, anyone is going to find that a, a good laugh, but it actually shows a number of different elements within the healthcare industry. Uh, that we can all learn from but oh, that's a, it's a really good comedy though <laughs> so,
1: so i think i think that's a great way for our listeners to learn um, i guess from my side i'm going to go with a series um so well, probably going back two decades now but um scrubs and uh, nice. where you are following um, at least season one you're following a set of interns and throughout um you know a sacred heart hospital and pretty much the uh, series of blunders and everything that happens. So I think that's a, a good watch. Great. Well, that's a wrap for today. So until we talk again, stay safe. And secure.